Yeah, motherfucker. Shut up, I'm talking. Shut up, I'm talking. So, Matt. Yes. Did you see Captain Kirk himself went into space? He did. I watched the whole thing. That's really something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cool. That reminds me, I paid for a shout-out on a recent episode of Clownvis to the Rescue, episode 195. Let's have a listen. Hey, Larry King guy! Shout-out from the Larry King guy, the King's Cup winner, by the way. Shout-out to William Shatner and his journey into space. 90 years old and still having amazing experiences. A genuine inspiration. Side note, if William Shatner's name were in the present tense... Would it be William Shitner? Loving the show, Darren. <coughs> Darren. <coughs> Darren. All that buildup about what a, what a wonderful guy and what an amazing experience at 90 years old. Shitner? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I loved his response. Yeah. Well, very good. Condescending. There's <laughs> a ten dollars well spent. It's going towards the show. I'm spending money hey, on it. What are you hey, doing? I, I understand. What are you doing? At some point, this guy's going to catch on. He's just going to hire you to be on his show. How is that guy making money, and then we're not? Well, I mean, he's established. He's been doing this for ten years. Oh, really? Well, yeah, people already knew him. I've been listening to this other podcast called Shout It Out Loudcast about Kiss. You're kidding. No. <laughs> what good. else would it be? They're making money, too. How do they make money? Well, they have T-shirts and merchandise, and they have uh, sponsors, because they're on like an actual podcast network and all that crap. We're, we're on a podcast network, Comedy Bunker. Oh, is that what it's called, man? Yeah, the Comedy Bunker Podcast Network. Hey, there you go. That's a good name. Three. See, that was a good idea, a good name. <laughs> Don't say I never complimented you. We're going to have several shows. Whatever happened to the airplane show we did, you didn't put that out either. Yeah, I'll get to it. Oh, you'll get to it. I'm starting to, I'm starting to get the impression that your uh, full-time job is interfering with my podcast fame. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just, I don't think that's acceptable. I'm sorry if that's the case or if I've given you that impression. <laughs> <laughs> when you... Lights and hot water are overrated. Something has to help me pay the 2000 bucks I've spent on this podcast. <laughs> In the 20 episodes it's created. <laughs> $2,000? Yeah. What did you buy with that? Everything. Really? Microphones, microphone stands, mixers, digital recorders. Uh, you know, of course, the Comedy Bunker uh, reimbursed me for the money it took to build the uh, studio inside their headquarters. Well, then uh, Clownfish should be on our network. I don't think we can afford them. The Comedy Bunker <laughs> Cavalcade of Stars. Oh, my. You know the thing about George Takei? His whole career is bitching about William Shatner. Yeah. He's a one-trick pony. And even his catchphrase, oh, my, that's Shatner. That's the last thing Kirk says before he dies. That's right. He even stole that from Shatner. Yeah. 
I love what William Shatner said. He said, George Takei doesn't like me because 40 years ago, apparently I stole a chance for him to get, to be on camera for 10 seconds in a TV episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Shatner is the man. He just owned it with that one comment. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sabotage your career. <laughs> did you watch that when he did it? Yeah. I mean, not live, I but I saw it afterwards. And he came out and he started crying and the fucking idiot started interrupting what he was saying. Oh, the the Amazon guy? Well, I don't know who he was. It's, it's a shaved head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, Jeff Bezos, Amazon guy. Yeah, he just slapped him up right in the chops. Right when they first get out and Shatner starts talking about it, Jeff Bezos looks in the opposite direction and may as well just give him a stiff arm and goes, give me a bottle of champagne, and then uncorks it and sprays it around. And Shatner's just, he's got this look on his face like, you uncouth piece of shit. You just interrupted something profound. Yeah, I was having a really profound moment in my life. And then, you know, a minute passes, he turns back, and now Jeff Bezos is looking at him all serious and, and just nodding along with every word. And you know he's not listening to a word he's saying. No, not at all. And that rocket ship looks like a dick. It's a space dick. And it's a circumcised space dick. Yeah, they should put veins on the side of it, paint some veins on it. <laughs> you see, when ice forms on the outside, little jizz-like. That's right. They should have a little pre on top. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the white smoke when they name a new pope. Yeah. <laughs> Get to 10 seconds go. before launch, they know it's going to happen, and a little pre appears right on top. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's go time. Hey. <laughs> That's a good one. I saw something. Here's uh, Amazon. So I'm, I'm looking for uh, different things to deck out the uh, studio just to make for a convenience. And I go, you know what's always convenient is a roll of paper towels. You never know when you're going to need a nice, sturdy paper towel. Yeah. So I was looking into some sort of a paper towel holder that I could put here in the studio. And so I mm -hmm. find one. You can use two screws, or you can have the, the 3M sticker that, that uh, comes with it to affix it to uh, whatever you want. And then I look down, and it says, without expert installation, $1,199. Included installation, plus $125. They, wow. They're offering expert installation of a wall-mounted paper towel holder for $125. Well, that's a very specific skill. And uh, it says very clearly, additional charges may apply. Now, is there something about a sticker I'm unaware of? <laughs> Interesting. I don't really buy anything off Amazon. Where you I'm buy? buying it. Uh, we have a store. What store? Any store. Best Buy, Barnes & Noble, I don't know. Those still exist? If, yeah. If I'm buying something, I want, to, I want it now. I'm not going to pay for it and then wait a week to get it. <laughs> I want it now. They don't let me. They don't let me wait a week to pay them. I want it now, not in two days. <laughs> yeah, I want it now. It's called cash and carry. Give me what I want, and I'll pay you for it. See, I'm the exact opposite. I go. You mean I can have it in two days, and I don't have to leave the house for it? Sign me up. No, I don't mind leaving the house. I'm not waiting two for, days, twenty minutes. For a, I'm for paying for it. I want it now. For a wall-mounted paper towel holder, I can wait two days. Not when I'm plunking down the money. Now, if it's a shirt, then, I, you know, I want to be able to try that on. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll pay you. Give it to me now, and I'll pay you next week. <laughs> for these for hamburgers? or? Yeah, for anything, Mr. Amazon. 
And it's it's two days. <laughs> you talk about next week. I'm yeah, a prime it, member. I, two days, two minutes. I want it if I'm buying something, <laughs> I want it right there. So you've you never give me the product, I give you my money, and then we go our separate ways. So, Not I give you my money and you give it to me two days later. You've never been introduced to the concept of delayed gratification, eh? No, that's a lie. <laughs> So that's the bullshit they're trying to push on you because they're making you wait a week to get what you want. It's not a week. You keep saying a week. It's two yeah. days, man. It's communism. <laughs> what, am I going to stand in line for bread? No, I want it now. If I'm paying for it. I want it right now. I don't know. If, right. I don't know if convenience has ever been associated with communism. It is communist. It's not convenient. It is two days is not convenient. Two days for something I don't need right now is not convenient. Well, then wait to get it and go get it when you need it. So, so don't, don't plan ahead. Don't buy it and then wait two days for it to show up. So you shouldn't that's, plan ahead. That's fucking gay. No. <laughs> well, you you didn't tell me you were going to use the that's fucking gay argument on me. I have no <laughs> counter argument to that. <laughs> you're, they're la- you're getting ripped off. How am I getting ripped off? Because they're holding your money for two days and not giving you your whatever it is you're trying to buy. So because it takes two days for them to process the order, put it in a box, and ship it? That yeah, means... I don't want to hear all that nonsense. <laughs> I go to the store, I pick it up, I take it to the counter, I pay for it, it's mine right there and there. You know, there's nothing that defines communism better than free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think bread lines come with free shipping. I think you have to go to them. And then they have to pay you. You have to pay extra for the free shipping. Well, no thank you, comrade. I'll get it when I go to the store and get it when right then and there. I have to pay extra for the free shipping. You have to pay like the Amazon Prime or whatever to get free shipping. And you get a whole uh, bunch in return. A whole bunch. A whole bunch of what? Styrofoam in the box? No, Is you get other services along with it. Other services, yeah. Amazon Prime video? No. I don't know about that. Oh, well, that might be an issue. I don't want to know about that. I want it now when what I a, buy it. What about Sam's Club or, or the Costco? Yeah, Costco. You walk in there, you want something, you take it off the shelf and you pay for it and it's yours right there. There's if, no wait two, waiting two days. If you pay the membership of 100 bucks, whatever it is, you have to be a member. Uh, yeah. You can't shop there if you're not a member. you got to pay for membership. It's the same yeah. thing. No, it's not the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. It's the exact same business anything, model. You're not getting anything shipped to you from Costco. Your argument was that you had to pay to be an Amazon Prime member in order to get the free shipping. Well, in order to walk through the door of Costco, yeah. you have and to you're pay. Still, yeah, you're not waiting. You're not waiting two days after you paid the, for the free shipping. <laughs> and you didn't have to go there. You you could no, like, like no. your work. You can do it at home in your pajamas your first thing in the morning. Flawed. Your whole logic is flawed. <laughs> no, it isn't. Flawed. I'm telling you, if I'm buying, if I'm paying for it, I want it right then and there. Let's see. I need. I'm going to need toilet paper in a week. Should I make a special trip now? Should I wait until I run out and hope for the best? No, by or all means, order ahead. Pay, pay for it in advance and hope it gets to your house in a week. So it's you know, before, so you don't week. run out. You get hung up on that week. You know that's not true. You keep saying a week. It is two days. A week, two days, two minutes. It <laughs> doesn't matter. The length of time Two minutes? is irrelevant. So there are no lines at Costco? You just Not immediately for pay for it and walk out? Not for me. Oh, okay. I walk right up there. <laughs> that isn't 20 years ago, Matt. People aren't afraid of you anymore. <laughs> you, you said so. <laughs> you're, you're wrong. I walk in a world where the dollar speaks and it says, get out of my way. I need it now. <laughs> and you spend that dollar on a Slurpee or a big gulp or whatever the fuck. That's right. 
<laughs> which I got right there on the spot. I didn't have to come back two days later and get it. Yeah, I don't think they ship those anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> convenience is communism. That's not convenience. <laughs> that is not, nothing about two days is convenient. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, then why don't they let me pay for it when they show up with, to my house with it? Then I'll wait two days. Oh, no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> why would it? Yeah, exactly. Why? We're going to take your money. Well, I mean, let's, let's say we put out an episode and it costs 99 cents. Mm-hmm. Should we allow the listener to download it first and then pay? <laughs> no. How would that work? They should pay and get the show right then and there on the spot. Not right. two days later. And if it's a download, they would. But if it was a CD, they'd have to wait for it to be shipped. I don't know. You can twist it anywhere you want. It's, it's flawed. It's a flawed system. I love hearing that long pause. You're because wrong. I hear the long pause and I go, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> You're wrong. I'm not, I'm not indulging in that. Not when I can just go right up the street and get it right then and there on the spot. All right. Both are valid ways of doing business. No. See, that's the difference. You're, you're closed off to one method just because you don't like it, but it doesn't mean it's not valid. It'll be valid when they start letting me pay two weeks after Listen, the We've already gone through this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I and already I defeated right, that argument. And I was right then, and I'm right now. We can, we and, can I'll be right to, and I'll be right in two days <laughs> while you wait for whatever it is you're buying. We can circle back to that. I can make the same argument and defeat you again if you want me to. <laughs> Because you'll be sitting around your house like a jackass going, where is this thing? It's been two days already. No, I'll be living my life, going to work, going anywhere I please. And when I get home, I'll go, yeah. hey, shit, it's there. Hey, it's not there because of porch thieves. I live in the country. We don't have that rampant. problem. I live in the country. We don't have that problem. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Nah, not here. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. I'm six miles from a main road. I have nothing to worry about. Yeah. They live in the woods. <laughs> the sheriff lives on my road. Or now you know me, he's I, not doing it. Excuse me, I live on his. Thank you very much. All respect. You know, when I started painting cars, right, I was practicing on mailboxes, metal mailboxes. Uh-huh. Up to the Home Depot, you get those cheap metal mailboxes. Uh-huh. And I'd spray them with hot rod flames or whatever it is, pinstripes and stuff like that. And I just put one out in front of my own house. And what happened? Somebody stole it. Yeah, you put something that had no value, you created value out of it, and then you're surprised when it's stolen. Yeah, I was surprised. I'm like, who steals a mailbox? Right? And I had a constable that lived directly across from me, and he parked his squad car in his driveway every night. Now, about the fourth time I put a mailbox out there, it got stolen. And I'm like, you know what? This is getting ridiculous. And I told, and the cop was coming on and said, hey, man, they keep stealing my mailbox. I mean, why are they doing that? You live right across. He, he copped an attitude. Well, stop putting them out there. Well, man, I mean. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get mail? Don't put out the one that has value. Put out the one that's value less. The one that's just merely is put there for its intended purpose and not to be seen. Yeah, well, I, I wanted a cool mailbox. So you know what I did? He went to work, and I took his fucking mailbox. <laughs> now, if you had balls, you would have put it on your, the, the uh, post for your mailbox. That's exactly where I fucking did. I went right over to my house. I spray-painted it black and put it right on my pole, right in front of my house. He comes over and says, hey, somebody stole my mail. Yeah, well, stop putting them out there. <laughs> now, go fuck yourself.
Yeah, he pissed me off. I was just asking for help. What can I do? Well, stop putting them out there. Okay. Well, where's your mailbox now, bitch? Nobody stole that mailbox. That stayed out there. Yeah, because it had no value. I had a real cool one that looked like leopard spots. I had one that was a flag. One, yeah, I, mean, I put, was putting all kinds of cool mailboxes out there. Fucking steal the damn things. I used to sell those things for like 25, 30 bucks all the time. Maybe you could find another use for them that wasn't intended for the mail and was out where somebody could take it. Well, I don't know. You figure you nail it to the, the pole. I, I don't know. Why would you steal a mailbox? That's ridiculous. I don't know. After the fourth or fifth time, I'm, I don't know why you're surprised. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know either. Because I was like, man, you know, the cop lived right across the street. There's always a cop car. That takes some balls to steal in my mailbox. It's probably his kid. Uh, probably. His they were taking full of them. Yeah, well, he lost his mailbox. It'd be funny you steal his mailbox the next day. One of those stolen ones goes on his post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what and the elect- he electrifies it, so if you try to touch it, that made me mad. All right, you cocksucker, you go to work. I'm going to take your mailbox. See how you like it. I'm about to rip the pole out of the ground. I was like a hornet. I was mad. So why did you stop painting the mailboxes? Well, one, they kept stealing them. And I was like, I'm not putting all this effort so somebody else could steal my mailbox. And then uh, it was just moving on. I was really just doing it for practice to paint on something that was metal and curved like a car. All right. And then I just started getting too much work painting uh, motorcycles and stuff like that. So (laughs) Maybe they were taking the uh, mailboxes because you gave them value with the art and it was really easy to do. (laughs) Yeah. Unlike a motorcycle or a car. (laughs) Yeah. Which takes a little more effort to steal. Yeah. So, bitch, you didn't say anything about that mailbox after that. (laughs) It was now his fault that all my mailboxes got stolen. Because he's not doing his job as a a cop. Now, would that be in his jurisdiction or would that be a part of the USPS? I don't know. I would imagine theft is an officer, you know, as a cop, they'd be that problem. You know, the United States Postal Service has its own law enforcement. Yeah, well, where were they? Uh, Did you tell them? Uh, no, they would notice when the mailbox was gone. You know, and that because w- then when the mailbox was gone, the mailbox the mailman would come up and just throw the the letters in the yard. <laughs> this asshole doesn't have a mailbox. <laughs> yeah, and he would just drop them right on right at the bottom of the pole there. Well, you know, the uh, destruction or theft of a mailbox is, uh, I believe, that would be a federal issue, not a state or local issue. Well, then it should have been reported by the mailman. Because if you were to, if someone were to steal your mail, that would be a federal issue, not yes, a state that or local. Yes, that is. That's a federal offense. I, mean, I guess the mailbox is probably the same thing. So instead of your local constable, I don't know, the, the post office police or something. Although, uh, oddly enough, having your mail all over your front yard soaking wet, that's not a federal offense. Well, you're the you asshole that didn't have the mailbox. Friend. Yeah. Well, no, I had a mailbox <laughs> after I talked to uh, Officer Friendly across the street. I was hoping he'd come over and say, is that my mailbox? You fucking ain't right at your mailbox. <laughs> now it's mine. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> you you keep saying you run out of stories. You have so many stories yeah. you don't recognize. <laughs> I just move about society. I have all these problems. <laughs> well, if he had just said, hey, the, you know, this, I'll keep an eye out. Or, you know, hey, you know, maybe you should nail it down. I don't know. He could have said anything other than, oh, don't put him out there. 
I put my fucking car in the driveway. I don't expect it to get stolen. But it didn't get stolen. No, it didn't because it was a piece of crap at the time. And even that's, if you had, even if you had painted that thing so it looked cool, it still wouldn't have been stolen because it's much more difficult to steal a car than it is a mailbox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no grand theft mailbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the world I live in. I can't put out a cool mailbox. Oh, you poor dear. <laughs> I know. Well, I think maybe this is going to require a prayer to a god or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, such a big that's, deal. <laughs> that's the next thing I'm going to learn how to do with my arts and crafts hobby, is I'm going to learn sculpture. All right. And I'm going to get a huge lump of concrete, and I'm going to make an eight-foot Bigfoot butt-fucking-a-goat, and I'm going to stick it right <laughs> in my yard, right out front. Let's see if somebody steals that. Some bitches. So let me ask you a question: Is is the the goat going to be a male or a female? Because is it going to have two holes? I don't. It, I don't know. It's going to be because you have to make sure everybody knows that it's butt fucking. Because it's just going to look like normal copulation. You've got to make sure there's a distinction in there, so you know that. So just make the goat male. It has the cock and balls hanging down, and no, then everybody right. knows it's butt fucking. Yeah, it's getting raped by a bigfoot. <laughs> Or, or they're making sweet love. You don't know. Shut up, I'm talking with Matt Powers and Larry King God. Available on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. I love hearing that long pause You're because wrong. I hear the long pause and I go, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs>